did it. Come on, come on. I see no changes. Wake up in the morning and I ask myself, it's like worth living, should I blast myself? I'm tired of being born, even worse, I'm black. My stomach hurts, so I'm looking for a purse to snatch. Cops give a damn about a need, bro. Pull a trigger, kill That's a nigga, some shit, man. Kind of sums this up, this song. That's kind of how it is, man. But it's honestly the way it is. So, Ross, me and you are kicking it here, man, tonight uh, on the homeless idea. Um, we're kind of we're going through some stuff tonight. Like, we're talking a lot. Um, we don't think that we've been, I don't think that we've been realistic. Like, in, in the sense of a podcast, I just feel that we've been holding back, man. I feel like, you know, when, like, like the Method Man, he says, you know, my boys be like holding back in the line of fire. What the fuck's that, right? I I think I feel that we were just holding back, bro. Well, you know, in World War Two, uh, only ten percent of the fighters actually fought, and they had to figure out a way to get everyone to fight, right? Kind of what's happening with us, brother. I just don't feel that there's enough on this on this on the level of of the street right now. Like, there's just so much lost. I mean, we have we have overdose. It's going haywire right now, you know. And I don't even—I I don't even pay attention to like the politics of that, and because I'm just trying to survive on my own mm -hmm. out here in the tent. Right? It's like, grim, it's really grim, and you know they're fudging the numbers in the newspaper. So triple that at least—that's what. And you're COVID to get. is like, like rampant. That's not killing anyone, not around here. Well, I've heard, I've heard the numbers in in, in in the Lower Mainland have gone pretty. Yeah, I know, but crazy. I've also got contacts in there, and they said from nurses, they said they're just sitting around twiddling their thumbs. So. Something's wrong. Well, either way, they mean they come up with a with a vaccine for for uh, you know COVID, but not for homelessness. Yeah, or fentanyl. Or fentanyl. And the biggest killer. So, where are we at with that? I mean, where the hell are we at with that? Um, what does it look like? I mean, we, we we did some comedy stuff here in the last podcast, and this is the thing. Like, for anybody who's listening, and and, and, and <sighs> well, we try to cover it up with laughter and comedy it's like because there's too much stuff that's gone wrong that you it's the only way you can kind of survive otherwise if you just have a grim outlook then you're just gonna have it even harder i guess for me it's like the horror show that we embrace i guess needs to be documented and 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 just the, the character and the level it takes for a person to get where this becomes comical, or this becomes something that doesn't matter to them anymore. And for that level of, um, it's almost like Zen. Like, I really, I do look at it like that. Um, it's like Zen. It's like, but to, to, for a person to become that, forced into becoming Zen, like, <laughs> it's like. Well, it's yin and yang, I think, a lot of it too. Like this morning, we did it, we did the show last time on Bylaw, and it was it was totally like kind of irrelevant it's not really actually it was like about a year ago when we first started dealing with 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 with, with law. and um i just want to say colin's not gonna be part of the show for a little while until he gets his uh shit together he's not yeah unfortunately out. it's it's really tough to get your shit together when your shit's not together you know what i mean but we wish him the best we do wish him the best and uh in, in recovery uh in in love uh, and in, in a heartfelt, um, and, and, and it's so tough for me because, you know, 
itching and yanging with you guys. It's like, um, this is how real this is, and it's not a joke. We have been denying, and we have been, um, and I feel responsible for this. We have been somewhat, I guess, uh, as unsubstance. Like, like we haven't had any any real depth to our shows in the last few or shows. They're not really shows, though. They're more supposed to be a report of what life is like on the street and what we're going through. And it's not supposed to be a talk show. It's not supposed to be comedy. And, and like, well, well, it's like, like you're saying, it's, it's a serious subject. And we put a bit of a humor spin on it, but we need to get deeper into really what we're trying to say to you guys because we're not really, we're still giving you the lightly polished version of really what, what goes on. I mean... It's it's like, and when you're living it, when you're living it every day, your life expectancy goes cuts in half. You know, so think right. about that. Think and about this morning, like, like Bala came to the tent and with the cops, and you know, every day they come here and they get a little bit more more aggressive. Aggressive, exactly. Thank you, Russ. And they get they get more brazen and more trying to like. I know that. Uh, um, Francois, the bylaw officer, he does parking now. He's got, he's got, he's got a good job now. But Francois is a good guy. He's he did a long time on the homeless beat. So and he's he's an elder of the true. So uh, uh, Francois, we love you. You're a good guy, and you're always fair. So um, he he does the beat on the parking now. But he used to always come and say to us, "Listen, we can't pass the threshold of your tent. If we do, that's out of bounds." And he would tell us that we we Civil cannot. Reach. We told Francois, come on in and have a coffee with him sometimes, you know, because my yeah. officers aren't always your worst enemy. You get along with them sometimes. It's just that this new breed of bylaw and the new breed of police, like, Ross, have you heard that the police call themselves, they call them, um, what do they call them, uh, terminators and protectors or something like that? Like, they literally call them, <laughs> like, no, they actually have, like, codes. Yeah, yeah, well, like, you know what we call them. We won't say it. But Cypress Hill? Choose Cypress Hill. Kind of like that. Uh, but it's uh, Beverly Hillbillies? That's being played. That's being played. In Red Hillbillies? Not, nah, whatever. That's I'm sorry. That's not, that's the. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Sure. Okay, sometimes. Sometimes. But like, they act like it. Like, they act they? like it, man. I mean, yeah, they, they can't they, help it. They. they, they uh, and I'm sorry to anybody who's listening that it's an inbred hillbilly. I really am sorry for that. I I, I, I don't mean to. And they're, they're good people, too. Correct. Jesus, I you watched You ever see this. that movie? No, I haven't seen it. Dueling Banjos? No, I haven't seen it. Should I have seen it? Am I going to regret this now? Totally gives you a new spin on. Uh, well, I'm sorry. Banjo-wing. I should. I, I'm sorry. Is that what's called Banjoing? Sure. I'm sorry that I, I shouldn't have said anything with anybody, but. Listen, I'm a... They're Scottish, you know. I'm Scottish, so there you go. There you go. Then I could be in red as well. I'll own that. I'll own that. Ricky is Lucy, this time. I'll own that, and I'll take that with me. <laughs> and I'll just... I'll say I'm sorry. So, anyways, you know, they've... Uh, there's just not... Um, We've got to bring what the more... Hell is, what's, we want to bring more content to you guys. We want to get out in the community more and do more and be able to have a broader story of really what's going on not just from our points of view 
right? Or well, we've been criticized. I, I, I think I think that we I've looked up for some some stuff on Twitter and, and I've asked for people for their their um, comments, and I really appreciate every ounce of feedback we get. Um, it's just that I think that the, the, somehow I, I am uh, being a Scorpio, <laughs> being kind of universally kind of fucked. I'm I like drawn to the, to the negative comments. I, but I don't think that we've had negative comments. I think they've been really, really critical and, and, and good comments. And the ones that, that are, 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 it's just three guys talking about homelessness. It's not really like relevant as far as like the perspective. I think a lot of it is, but they need to know a broader range, right? Like, otherwise just sitting around here, we're going to get that golfer's ass, right? You don't want that. Well, we really are. We really are. Yeah, and wide seats on this bike and stuff. And so, um, Spring. We're just reaching out to actually, you know, anybody who wants to, to help out actually with that. We'd like to hear your ideas, suggestions, and maybe stuff. That Come on the like show. Come on the show. And and also to to worldwide listeners, um, I'm gonna put my I'm gonna put my cell phone number out here. I actually want to do that. And you can contact me and uh, uh, listeners around the world. Um, contact me and we try and like record calls and like like get get you on the show and. Have some more content. Uh, 236-638-1437. It's 236-638-1437. That's my, my cell phone number. That's my personal cell number. And if you can't get a hold of them there, try 250-386-TIPS. No, don't do that. <laughs> Ross is actually... Way. Don't do that. I might get $2,000. Anyway, I'm just joking. Not that you've done with me lately. Uh, or that you would know about me. <laughs> And, uh, and not that anything I've done lately. So, uh, you know, but anyways. But we're open to suggestions. We're open to uh, hearing what you think would make the show better. The criminal intent would be really to bore the shit out of you guys. Yeah. And um, and that's that's really honestly like... It's not what it's about. That's not what it's about. So, being that said, so what's, what's going down on the street right now? Where are we at? Um, what's going on on your street? Tell us what it's like walking through your neighborhood. Me. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to swale off the old um, fire, fire. Yeah. Great knee high. I'm but, a like. A, but yeah, it would be good to hear the stories from your neighborhood. Um, what's it like walking through it now? What was it like 10, 20 years ago? What are you guys doing to make an effort to? What's help COVID it? done to? Yeah. To your community. It's fucked up ours, right? But it's we're still going, right? Well, I mean, are, are we seeing more homeless on the streets now because of COVID? We're starting to, yeah. It start, I mean, people can't hold it anymore, right? They're not making the money. Landlords are eager to get them out, and they have that ability now, right? And they don't want to sit there and have IOUs. They want money, right? And well, there's I, a, there's I think a bunch it's of, just like anything. I mean, this master plan, people are going to go bankrupt, right? It's just like, There's a bunch of money being made they're somewhere. They're going to save $11 trillion by doing this, apparently. So I don't know. Well, there's, there's a bunch of money being made somewhere because as the COVID numbers go up, so does the rental cost. Yeah. I mean, I've seen like... But, I mean, it was already at sky high already. You know what I mean? Now it's like... So, would we be, like, I mean, would we be a, a communist or a social socialist country? Or a, was something wrong with a government saying, you know, you're not making this much money. People aren't making this much money. You can't charge this much rent. Where would that be at? And, and, and right, and it's just they're creating more of a, of a gap. Then the gap's already just widening. And widening. Homelessness is winning. Ross, what, what would you say this? Five hundred thousand dollars goes to, or six hundred thousand dollars goes to bylaw. Have you seen the tiny homes proposals? 
Oh yeah, but they they won't let it happen. It's just okay. First, first of all, let, let, I think it's a great idea. I think it's a fantastic yeah, idea. But I'm a journeyman welder, and I volunteered. Is, right? I, I'm a homeless guy who's a journeyman welder, believe it or not. And I I do have my Alberta ticket. <laughs> See how far that gets you. <laughs> right now, but anyways, in Alberta. Sorry, guys. I love you. I love Alberta. I've been, Edmonton, props, peace. One eighteen. One eighteen. There's only one guy that's one eighteen, yo. But uh, so they only got one. One oh seven. One oh seven. You know what's up? That morning show in uh, Grand Prairie. That was hurt. You know, hey, listen, uh, Edmonton. Down with that, man. I, I love Edmonton. I love my homies in Edmonton, but like the weather ticket doesn't get me too far out here because I, I can't even get out of the tent to get a job. And that's been like the same way for for a year, two years, before, like before COVID even hit. We couldn't leave our tent because our dogs would get, um, like Melvin. Right, you got, you got, you're losing everything. And like, especially if you've got a job, if you got a job or you got to actually well, you can't go to work. You got to have a shower. You can go to work and it, but like, you know, it's tough. how many guys out there right now can go to work and, you know, your old lady's holding down the fort. So it's like, yeah, it's four walls and you guys pay rent and shit. But imagine if there was a tent and you guys had two dogs. And there's, like, people come by and harass people all the time. And there's fucking freaks and weirdos. Robbed. It's just all the time. So you, how long were you going to go to work for and be real secure that your old lady is holding the fort down in the cloth tent? In a bush. Like, so once you kind of hit that rock bottom, you don't really have a place to start again except a tent for fuck's sake. But yeah. no, it's, no, it's like quicksand. It's you tough just, you, to you do. Keep, it's you're, tough you're to do. Like, you're, you're just and not only to mention that is you got the bylaw guys coming every morning yeah. and shaking your shit down. Yeah, they throw you a line and then they just there's no. It's now before in Victoria we had like what maybe five or ten bylaw officers at tops before COVID nineteen. Now they've got like thirty bylaw officers. Well, they've got next to five or six hundred grand. Like. They could afford it. No, but at the same time, Lisa Helps is asking for tiny homes to be funded by GoFundMe at $500,000, which is, and they don't even have the land to zone it yet. Meanwhile, there are lays in wait modular homes that are ready to be zoned. Yep. And are ready for to be put up. And you can not not, not tiny sea can you homes. You stack them. You can do all sorts of things with them. Yeah, they actually modular yeah, homes. That actually work. That actually work. And they look quite nice. They look like condos. Better than a tent. Better than a sea Bigger, camp. warmer. And they, they're already secure. paid for. They're already paid for. Yeah, we got the money like three, and four years ago. all they have to do is zone the land for them. But here they're asking for $500,000. And they haven't even zoned the land yet to put up the sea cans. So what, kind of, what does that do to a person who's, like, their faith in the system when they find out that this is just a fucking pipe dream? Like, um... There is a well. The liberals, the liberals put a um, a commercial out when they were trying to win there a few few weeks ago, and it's like they're going to devote so much more money to police officers and uh, to fight homelessness. Oh, like I just God. I'm like to, like you know what I mean? Like so, what is your plan to set us well, up? And like, the, definitely the, not to solve the problem. Now you're just creating a bigger hole, the bigger division between us and them. The new NIMBY attitude, like it used to be, like when we grew up, like, okay. I think the NIMBYs are pretty much like my mom and dad, right? Or, or like I, my mom and dad, like long story, estranged, but like someone I would kind of like think about that age, about 75, you know, 80, maybe. I'm, 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 a, I'm a ripe old 46, so um, I would say that, like, you know, that's kind of like, it's, it's, the, it's the generation that has a bunch of money 
Like there, there's I a, think that the, um, the baby a, boomers might have had it a little easier. <laughs> I think that they would agree. Tony, hey, stop talking about numbers. Because they're they're a, a generation that's more about value of things, right? They were the first well, they big really spenders. And right? but and and that at a, at a, really, if you look back and you say, okay, listen, um, look back in time, like, like go back, like you know, Wayne's World, you know, yeah, and um go back and you got a generation that fought through the world war okay a generation for depression and then you got a generation to fight a world war yeah and then you got a generation of of like the, the, those left and the extreme wealth that went to that country right. and went to that, that that western world right and then and, and and all the but hey there's a lot of boomers that fought, fought in the uh, vietnam war but no, and and, and uh, there is, and I think that that was Ironic. America's biggest homeless problem. There was the Vietnam vets for a long time. Yeah, like that was the only they kind of homeless problem they had. To, 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 was, go, to go home to. Well, they just had people that were that traumatic, tra tra traumatized. Yeah. By by All war. The baby and they and well, you know what? Let's let's not. I'm not going to dissonate. But I'm saying that's what they were calling these veterans when they got off the plane. Not like, hey, you're a hero. You fought for your you country. Know, the United States. They were saying, no, you guys are baby killers, right? Because they. They made it like they were going into, you know, villages and killing babies. Right? I want to say that, true. you know, to me, the United States has always been an, an ally and a friend. And, and, and I like the people. I like the people of the United States. I, I like the Americans. I, I think they're I good people. lots of American relatives. So, yeah, you, you know, I, we're I not, just... We're not definitely not enemies of Americans. So when, when, when you go to that whole, that whole, like, you know, I'm not... I feel really honestly... Uh, empathy for, for what they're going through right now in the, in the United States and what they've been through and, and just the whole crazy thing. in that country. It's, it's terrible and, and it, it really it's sad to see because that they are, I think, good people you know, in the United well, it's, States. Well, it probably is the greatest country in the world. Was. Well, was, you know, but you Canada's know, pretty good too. Well, Canada's, you know, it's like, it's like the Americans just without all the drugs. But no, listen, when we do that, when we do that when we do that kind of crap, when we do that flag, flag waving shit, well, flag waving shit. I'm sorry. Our, our, when we our do that, country's not treating us. Wh any where better, are we at? Right? Where are we at? Yeah, we're no, we're here we have human bottom. human rights that are just like violated, like nothing. Consistently, every day. Consistently. And and we have the right to go in and, and what, say to other nations how they can treat their people in their backyard, but here, and you know, people look to us to be the the purveyors of these human rights, and. We're just trying to get our message out, you know. But no, we're not here anymore. But we're, I mean, we're no, not no, anymore. We're, we're not we are, anymore. But, but Tony, come on. Oh, wait, you want the microphone? Come on over there. Oh, you look like he's going to hump your leg. Tony would never <laughs> hump my leg. He knows better than that. He's eyeing my leg up, too. I think it was your leg. Yeah. Uh, Tony's my pit bull, and uh, no, he doesn't hump my leg. Good. Yeah, he's my buddy. Uh, but anyways, uh, he's actually a, the most beautiful American uh Blue nose people you can ever see, American Pitbull Terrier. And He's I want to say. He's a great co-host. He is a great co-host. That's him jingling in the background. I want to say that anybody who has a, any kind of a bias against a, a Pitbull Terrier, you really honestly, it's not the, it is not the dog, it's the owner. And uh, don't take it on the dog. Because Pitbulls are, are, are amazing dogs. And I, I honestly would recommend you and your family. They're great with kids. Should get one right now. Honestly, they're they're beautiful with kids. They're not great guard dogs because they love people so much, and that's a fact. Uh, so, back onto the show. Uh, I'm not seeing us 
bringing it to the people the way we should, Ross. I think we should well, be more real. Well, I agree. I, but it's like I think it's our first run at it, which isn't really an excuse, but it's, it's trial and error. And we're both thinking that, uh, you know, we need to hear more of your story more of what's going on in, in other neighborhoods see if it's anything similar we really want to interact right? with our, 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 our folks too because like we're not we're not like you know we, we, we might live in a tent but it's really nice to hear and really nice to see um, feedback and um, the, the people are listening and they give a shit so I think yeah. our listeners are, do care too about what's going on in their neighborhoods it's tough right. to get a hold of us but like you know you got my cell phone number <laughs> mm-hmm. Both. no that's that's not tips don't call the tips you know line. I used to like program uh, my phone number into my friend's phone Sunday morning when everyone's partying and gone to bed I try to get a hold of you they'll immediately go to Crime Stoppers <laughs> then people get killed for that shit no they don't anyway. not my friends they just Norman. hang up they're like what the fuck is this <laughs> yeah well then the cops come to visit you no they don't like when you call 911 and the cops come to visit you it's not like that I tried to blacklist my phone not blacklist I tried to jailbreak my phone and, like you know root my phone and shit and I'm putting like star 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 1111 and they did like International like nine one one calls like an emergency call. Yeah, right. And I've had the cops shut my door. Like, well, it's different. What are you doing, man? Nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> High as a kite, trying to real jailbreak my phone. Like, you know. What the hell are you guys doing here? <laughs> but of course, I've called them like fifteen times on my cell phone. But anyways, that's that, don't do that. Um, it's not a, it's not a pleasant experience. We have been heard in Sudan. That's great. I just That's want to say, do you know uh, that, that resting place for the uh, Ark of the Covenant? I just want to say that's an amazing thing. I, I think that I can probably, <laughs> I could probably put that on the bucket list, man. Like you know, or, or and take it off the bucket list. I, that's a major accomplishment. We've been heard in the Sudan. Someone in the Sudan has listened to us. One person. Amazing. Probably like for thirty seconds, maybe even less. But that's good. It is amazing. I consider we thought we weren't going to get any further than a few square blocks. Well, we didn't think we were going to get through for, for a few square blocks. But if we, if we have, if we have touched your heart, if we have uh, made a difference in your in your life, just you know, let us know. Let us know, and also please um, treat the people, the homeless people, with respect and love and integrity, and um, know that they are a people, and they're just people that are like coming out of a trauma tough situation and that you know a situation that I think if imagine just getting everything you have taken away and then trying to to, to then whatever you get accumulated again taken away and it just it's like a, a, or par- a paradox and then try, and trying to explain to the people that took it all away from you that you've had it all taken away from you it's yeah. just it's just crazy and they're show. saying the same thing to you so that's kind of like what we were talking about with the World War II thing earlier and, and the, the NIMBYs, where it comes in now to what they think is, because like, they never had to deal with that. They just went down to the, to the welfare office maybe once in their life, right. if and they had to once in their life. They had a couple drunks. You know, like when I was a kid, there wasn't, there wasn't like this. There was a few old guys that were just old drunks, and that was our homeless. So, right? you know, to the like, people out there that like, honestly just don't get it, um, and, you know, they're driving the BMW and stuff like that. But that's okay, because BMW is a nice car. You know, but, like, Great listen, car, and they should be, just, they should be thankful for just, what they you got. Know, it, could you honestly imagine if you lost maybe, like, 3% of the 100% you make? Okay, so, like, you wouldn't even feel it, man. you probably waste that in toilet paper. You, you honestly do. 
And that went to, to improving someone else's quality of life. And then that person, you know, got better and was able to like not trying to break into your BMW mm-hmm. because they had a quality of life. And then everybody's kind of life just increased because you lost three percent of the toilet paper that you, you know, whatever the hundred percent that you right. use anyways. You, you wouldn't even notice it. You well, wouldn't really notice. It was actually making a difference. I think you'd feel better. I think they would feel better too. And, and you know what? They wouldn't have to like give it to the damn homeless all the time. They wouldn't have to feel so bad walking past them. And, because everybody's got a conscience. Or, or you wouldn't have to harden that shell any more than, you know, it's already hard. Yeah, if you knew there was funding and if you knew there was, like, access to help for these homeless people in your neighborhood, then maybe you start seeing less and less. And what if the homeless people actually got, like, you know, because ha- there is responsible people. As we sit here in this tent and it's starting to blow and it's starting to be windy out here. There's a storm going There is a storm going on. And we're just, you know, we're podcasting. It's low right now. So, like, we're, 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 this is for real. Like, there are people out there who, who 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 will, like, bring the necessities of those of those charities to the people who actually do need them because so of the getting necessity. Getting to the people that need them because most of the and, charities. And it's not are, about like like the like whoever like the, the UNICEF or all these guys who like you know take all this money in and, and waste it all on administration. Does the average work. homeless guy feel like he's actually been given because something that he actually got street, something that made his life a little easier? This, no. On the street. It's like, you can't keep it real and do that. It's just, we wouldn't allow that. Look at Nanaimo. Um, They just got, city voted 300,000 and over 300,000 towards homelessness. Well, let's just talk about, even even as a society, you you still have like, you know, your regulations and and your like, administration, like, you have to. What's going, right? And they're asking asking the homeless, what do you think about this? And they all look at it like, it's a joke. That they'll never see anything. They'll never get anything. Totally, and that's what I want to get. At. I'm not trying to like steer, steer the conversation in my direction here. I'm just trying to say that if you look at like the fact that these things are happening, and that the fact that there needs to be an organization, right? It's being it's being, being moved around, but it's not being around through so us. Around there needs us. to like, like honestly, like like you know how the how BC government has a union. Yep. Well, like the homeless people are almost in the union. So that they, they can go against the BC government for the shit that they're doing, or they can see the funds that they need and where the money's going. So right? society, and right. what I'm saying is that you can being printed even in the if papers. you donated this money to a society that, that actually was, we would still have like fiscally to prove where the money went mm-hmm. before board of whatever the higher directors mm-hmm. annually. I'm just looking into this now, but like this is what I'm talking about. Like people on the street really actually want to help each other, yeah, and we want to see each other live better. So instead of giving your money to like the Salvation Army and shit, why wouldn't you give your money to like people on the street? An organization that will get it to us, will get us the clothes, will get us the things that we need, not just what they. Or think even if you're walking past the guy doing the jingle bell, and then you're walking past the guy who's sitting in the corner and he's hopeless mess, got a you know embolism hanging out of his arm, twenty bucks to, to to the Salvation Army or twenty bucks to the guy with. By know, far to the guy. To the guy. He's gonna need. He's gonna get him through another day. Do you right? know what that would mean Selfish to the person? Like I, I, I respect it a hundred percent, and I think they do so, a lot of good. But you're not doing that individual guy. So like, listen. Do you know what that would mean to the fella that was down and out, rather than the guy who's making twenty bucks an hour jingling the bell? Because that's what they're paying. Yeah, I just saw this thing. You can swipe the shiners now on your your debit. Five bucks, ten bucks, or twenty bucks. They're paying twenty bucks an hour to Salvation Army for jingling the bell. Well, people are dying around them. And it's not a COVID they're dying of. Uh, let's just say this, no. another thing, one, t- one, one more it's time. It's not COVID. I love to point this out on Twitter. 
is that there is not one case of COVID-19 in the population of Victoria, of the homeless community, yet. Not one case. It's Zero it cases. Not one case. And that is due... That's without social distancing as well. That is due to 24-7 safe sheltering by allowing people to safe shelter in tents. So, City Council, you slam dunk that one. Let them say what they want to. But that is your uh, to the net, I think. Keeping people alive by Knicks versus Bulls. I think that the Knicks just scored. Victoria, I'd be you'd be the Knicks. I, I think the Knicks are way better than Bulls. But anyways, uh, you know. So yeah, it's um, are the Knickerbockers still still hanging? Are they still on? Yeah. The way to go next. Okay, so um. Because I'm not really, uh, you know. You just don't want to be playing that 90. The Knicks are way cooler than the, the Bulls. They just had that year, a couple of years. What was that? Evans? Was it Evans? Scotty Evans or something? The, oh. the, the guard, I think. What's anyway, I can't. Like, dudes, all the people in America right now are totally tearing us off. I'm sorry, guys. We're hockey players up here. How about uh, Stevie Eiserman? Oh, the Cardinals. How about... I party uh, with them all the time. They're great guys. Used to. Who? The Cardinals? Jeff. Jeff, Jeff and, uh, and, and Russ? Yeah, really good. Uh, From the Vancouver Canucks? Too. Yeah, yeah. Back in my clubbing they're days. Good, they're hockey guys, man. Hockey guys. Yeah, they're... they're. Russ is a wicked hockey player. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Jeff. But uh, anyways, uh, that's how it is on the streets right now. And we love you. We love you, Victoria. We're doing this for you. We hope that we were relevant, guys. We hope that we're bringing it to you. Anything you guys, you, you in Victoria, you guys, brothers and sisters, you know us on the street. Come up and say, hey, what's up? I won't be on the podcast. Come and tell us that stuff. Let us know you're listening. We want to hear your story. And we want to hear your story. And to the rest of the world, you got our cell phone number now. Not the tips number, my number. <laughs> oh, I said uh, last time, uh, Vin Diesel apparently was homeless recently. Maybe we can have him on the show. Yeah, that'd be good. Vin. Vinny. I think he's hiding from somebody, but regardless, he... Oh. So I to don't show you how that. fast your life can go from rocking to nothing. I like to have um, I like to to, to share the, the, the coke with the world right now. Yeah. All right, we're out.